we're live. Why would you take a sip? <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Who Wears the Pants podcast with your host, Josh Herbert, and my lovely co-host, Abby Herbert. Thank you for joining us today. Well, look at us. We're already on episode two. <laughs> wow, we're wild. We, we are. We are wild. <laughs> the professionals. The success of episode one just skyrocketed, and now we're on episode two. We're here. We're here. Um, so today's episode, we're going to be diving in from the beginning of somebody's story. And I think you all know whose story it is. Because, you know, I have to go first with everything and well, talk over Josh. <laughs> well, that's true. She cuts me off, um, you know. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about my life story. And, you know, episode one was how we met. Mm -hmm. We, like, really dove in and got deep and real and honest. We covered and a lot. We did so much. So I feel like that's what we want to do in today's episode about my life in and how I got to where I am today with the help of Mr. Josh Herbert. With uh, with my help, yeah, and a little <laughs> bit of, you know, my guidance. And but I feel like I need to make a little disclaimer first. Oh. If you are watching this on YouTube, which I hope you are, um, I'm so sorry for my black dirty socks in the last episode. Uh, yeah, we threw those away. <laughs> so we're filming this in our basement of our house, and the basement's like, is it finished? Would you, it's... It's like half finished. finished. <laughs> and I was walking around the basement with just my socks on. So obviously the floor is a little dirty. You were supposed to mop the floor. I did mop the <laughs> floors, but they're, I don't even know if that did anything. So, so I will be wearing my, my slippers in, cool. in black socks. So no one, like the comment was so funny. They're like, I'm so disgusted by Abby's black socks. Oh, so, anyway. and I think I had spaghetti sauce on them as well or something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I just had to make that little disclaimer. I will be wearing shoes and socks so no one has to be disgusted by and also if you didn't recognize our outfits uh we're looking <laughs> rather blue on the set today and that's for a reason um you know abby's uh story is kind of about perseverance and you know just getting through are you just saying my life is sad no no <laughs> oh my gosh no no literally that's what he said when we got ready someone was like oh your outfits are coordinating and he's like but abby's life is blue it was a joke. That's what I heard. It was a joke. Um, no, but I think your story is, seriously, I think your story is awesome. And, you know, kind of just coming from the life you lived in a very small town Thank to you. the modeling world and everything like that. So why don't we get started? Find yourself a comfy spot, whether you're in the vehicle. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know, yeah. That didn't come out right. <laughs> if you're driving, pay attention to the road, but listen to our podcast. And if you're watching you're, this. You're watching this. You're on a walk. Um what have you, but You're anyway, just rambling I'm now. rambling. Let's get into it with Abby's story. But wait, you didn't let me, oh. you didn't let me finish. You know, I have to get the last word. I got dressed first, if we're being honest. Oh, we're still back on that. Yeah, we're still back on that because I got dressed first. Okay. It's getting kind of fall outside. So it's feeling fall vibes. And it's obviously like two degrees in our house because Josh keeps it on a cold 67 and the basement's even colder so i have to dress like i'm ready for winter here very true and abby if you don't mind me asking who are you wearing today <laughs> top to bottom old navy really love it yes and you ask me okay <laughs> josh what are you wearing today thank you for asking so um i went deep into the closet today i wanted to look stylish I, i'm starting to you know dress better and not just the white t-shirts but let's dive into it from head to toe okay um the hair i've got the mullet going um, it's coming in. It's a little messy this morning, yeah. uh, but we got the jacket, denim jacket from Gap. Ooh, um, love it. White t-shirt from Hanes. Love it. We have these pants. These are actually six years old. I got <laughs> these at H&M and uh, I like them because they're a short 
uh, crop pant. I yeah, think for my short king. Short king. Um, I have the Asics Classic Volleyball Crew Sock, uh, my go-to sock. <laughs> and then we have the Blundstone boots uh, and it's so, so funny because those are supposed to be like cropped ankle pants but for you they fit you perfect <laughs> this is true so with that being said uh without further ado let's dive into abby's story i love how you keep saying that but i thought we were gonna do <laughs> josh is going rogue from our whole plan of this podcast but that's kind of our life i'm still waking up I, got I thought we were gonna talk about or do you want to do that at the end maybe at the end just like what's going on in the world remember i was gonna do my little my little segment yeah let's Let's do your segment now, Abby. You okay. seem to really want to do your segment. So uh, without further ado, here's Abby's segment. But I don't even know what I'm going to say. No. So we were talking about, uh, we want to bring up like current events and stuff like that. Yeah. But we're actually just going to kind of talk about where Abby just was real quick. Um, you were oh, yeah. in New York for Fashion Week. Was, uh, what yeah. brought you there? Why were you there? How was it? Are you interviewing me? Oh, yes. Yeah, this is okay, your story. This is my interview. Uh, and this is my podcast. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I was in New York City for New York Fashion Week with Michael Kors. Super fun. It was just over- you and Michael. What? Never mind. It was a joke. Yeah, it, the, it, it, went it, it went over my head. It went over my head. But yeah, we were in New York. Um, it was my first time leaving little Pooter uh, home with you, and she did so well. It was so sad um, for me, but she thrived. Now we're like, should we get her into daycare? Because she did something every day and she was like living her best life. So yeah. I'm like, not daycare, but like school or activities because she's now at that age. But anyway, I'm rambling. Which, uh, not yeah. to cut you off, but <laughs> we bonded. Me you and did. Poppy. Oh like, my God. it's crazy when you came home, like she just wanted to hang with me. and Guys, literally, I got home at what? Like 8.30 p.m. I told Josh, I'm like, keep her up, keep her up. I want her to get her reaction. I was like, film it. Like, just to have. She cried she literally looked at me bird lip came out and mm-hmm. just started crying and would not come to me well and to that point yeah. abby had just got her hair done like the day before you left yeah darker and i honestly think she like didn't recognize you. i don't think she processed it processed oh my god that's a hard word processed processed it thank you processed it processed it <laughs> okay i'm not just gonna stop there i didn't think she and then like my hair was like done from the show, like it was all like glam and she looked at me and freaked out. So that was like really sad. So Josh did not record that because I was like, that just broke my heart. But yeah. then she, she was like, oh yeah, that's mom. And we were fine. And now we're besties again. Um, so yeah, so that's where I was this week. And when I it was in New York, the Emmys were on and like Josh and I love TV. We love award shows. We love mm-hmm. movies. And so it was kind of sad. We didn't get to watch it together. Well, we kind of did. I was like, doing I called work. him. Remember, yeah. I, we love the show Succession. If you guys don't have Great HBO show. Max, yeah. this is not sponsored by them. But hey, if you guys are watching, we love you. Um, <laughs> we love Succession. And our, our favorite guy, I'm blanking on his name. He won the award. And I in called succession? you. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're terrible at I, his name. Yeah, terrible at actors. <laughs> we're just going to play it and off. Actresses, but uh, he plays, not Greg. Oh my God. You got to help me out here. I, I, okay, I we're blanking. It's been a while. Um, should I look it up real quick? But anyway, he won this award and I called Josh. I was like, oh my God, he won. So it was, it was fun to watch that. But we also, from watching the Emmys, we are now watching Dope Sick. Dope Sick. We just started it. Um, Michael Keaton. I believe. Yes, is. who's from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. Um, yes. Yeah, true story. He's Wait, I'm, I'm finding it now. So, okay. uh, Tom, he plays Tom. Yeah, Tom. How did I forget? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but anyway, really cool. And I didn't realize, yeah, I'm blanking. Yeah, so you, yeah, <laughs> the Emmys were happening, everything like that. But um, what brought you there? I know you said you were there with Michael Kors. It was just you and him. I'm over it now. Okay. <laughs> um, and it was a fashion show? 
Yeah, okay. yeah, it was for the fashion show. Um, it was pretty cool. Oh, I guess I can tell this little small sto- okay. story before we get into it. Yeah, please, I'd love um, to hear it. Yeah, so you guys know I model, and I was 2017. I was in LA, and I got booked for the job to work for Michael Kors. When I saw the email, I was like, yes, sign me up. I didn't even look at it. But when I finally looked at it, they were like, oh, you're going to do the social stuff. I'm like, cool, it doesn't matter. I'm working for Michael Kors. The shoot was in Cabo, flew to Mexico, um, and the big, big campaign. They were shooting, I'm pretty sure it was spring 2018 campaign. And we were on this bow. It was this lavish shoot. And um, I found out I... I'm sea- I get seasick. And, and I you found out on this trip. And I found out on this trip. So I was just like this little model they hired. They obviously had their campaign girl and campaign guy who were fabulous. And I was doing like their side social stuff where like my, he- my head wasn't in it. They were cutting out my head. Like it was just me holding bags, walking on the beach, but still so happy to be there. And I could not shoot on the boat. So I just felt like so bad this big campaign and I'm throwing up over the side of the boat with Michael Kors team all around this little model. They're probably like, why did we hire this girl? No one told me that we were shooting on a boat. Anyway, so they took me off. They were all very nice about it, but I just inside was dying because I was like, this is my one chance to show Michael Kors and I'm a real model. But fast forward. But fast forward, here we are. And then, yeah, so the the shoot happened and um, the photos went online and my head was cut off, but I obviously knew it was me. It was from the back and I posted them on Facebook. I posted them on Instagram. I was so proud of myself. Proud. I was you like, you guys been, can't yeah. see my face. You don't know who this is, but I promise it's me. And now fast forward what how many years and now i'm sitting front row at michael kors working with their social media team and it's just like this full full oh my gosh my brain full why do i want to say full full circle but that's not right maybe like a full 360 i don't know (laughs) Full 180 i don't know let's just say we just went full circle it's still so early maybe we should not film the next podcast i'm still waking up i'm like i I might need. Can we get another coffee? <laughs> there's no one. Coffee. There's no one here to bring you coffee. <laughs> oh, we need we need a coffee person. Please. But yeah, sorry. This podcast is crazy. But this is our life. Um, but yeah, a but full I, I did want. I'm sorry, I didn't moment. mean to cut you off. <laughs> but I did want to ask you. There was a special someone that you met that you showed me a picture, and I was like, oh, I I, I don't know who that is because I don't watch a lot of the pop culture. But this was like an idol. Oh my god, uh, hero of Abby's. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So I love Bravo. Anything, any show on Bravo, and that's a program or yes, okay, network. It's a network. Uh, okay. Um, Andy Cohen. Any show on Bravo. Any Real House Fries Housewives. <laughs> housewives franchise that's hard to say as well um but anyway so i just literally the day before we left watched real housewives of beverly hills latest episode wild wild season wild episode there's a lot of drama going on so when i'm at the show we're leaving and i see this woman in this amazing outfit and just hair and i'm like that's lisa renna that is lisa renna who is on Real Housewives, mm-hmm. if you didn't know that. And she's an icon. She obviously had fame before Real Housewives, but that obviously like just elevated her, and that's how I know of her. And um, my my PR who I was with, Corbin, I was like, Corbin, that's Lisa Renna in front of us. Like, I love her so much. He's like, oh, do you want to meet her? I was like, no, yes, no, yes, no. And he's like, Lisa, Lisa. And she turns around, and I'm like, oh. <gasps> And he's like, my client, Abby, really just wants to say hi. And she was like, 
oh my God, hi, you're so sweet. Oh. And she's like, your skin is gorgeous. I was like, oh my God, Lisa, no, you're gorgeous. So anyway, she was so sweet. She took a picture with me. And well, the paparazzi was like, Lisa, Abby, photo together. And she was like already there. And I was like, Lisa, I'm not going to steal this moment from you. I'm not going to do it. And she was like, come in and join. Wow. She let me take a paparazzi photo with her. And so I've been literally on Getty Images, Abby Herbert and Lisa Renna, Abby Herbert, Lisa Renna. And the photo finally came out. And I don't like to like bother people because I know she's, she is just a person, but I do love her. And you know, I've been watching her for so long. So seeing her and the fact that Corbin was like, Abby, yes, go say hi. So that's why I did it. But I normally don't want to bother people like Mm -hmm. that. But I think she loved it. I think, I hope she loved it. Well, uh, Lisa, if you're watching, (laughs) I I just want to thank you. You made my wife's year. Yeah, um, it was. With that small act of kindness and letting her get a picture with you. And she was so kind because she didn't have to do that at all. So um, yeah, I got my photo with her. I'm going to like frame it and put it on the wall because it's such an iconic photo. I'll just take down our picture and you can put it. Yeah, I'm literally going to take down her wedding photo. Yeah. and put Lisa Renna's <laughs> photo next to it. But yeah, the, honestly, as much as I love the show and the experience, that was like my moment for Fashion Week, meeting Lisa Renna and taking a photo with her. Well, what a great story uh, <laughs> from Abby's weekend in New York. Um, but we do want to uh, get into today's topic. And uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to be talking about your story from beginning to where you are now. Yes. Um, so I guess let's start way back um, to your childhood. Uh, where did you grow up? What was it like? And uh, so on. Okay, let's get into it. My story. So yeah, I guess I'll start back on July 15th, 1996. I was born. Wow. <laughs> An amazing day, a great day. I think it was a Monday. Yeah, if I recall. Uh, Monday it, or Tuesday, it was a. T- I think it was a Tuesday. Um, I remember the day vividly, but okay. this is your story. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, July 15th, 1996. I was born in a small town called Steubenville, Ohio. And a lot of people think it's Stupidville. No. (laughs) Steubenville. And I actually live in a place called The Village. It's Wintersville, which is The Village, I'm pretty sure, of Steubenville. Sounds like Whoville. I don't know. It's a very, very small town. Um, I grew up very, um, I would say, paycheck to paycheck. Um, My parents did everything they could to make sure we like didn't realize that but obviously when I got older and I understood how money works and the value of a dollar I was like oh okay my poor parents so I just you know they they did everything they could for us so I grew up playing basketball softball volleyball and I cheered my sister um started at an all-star cheering gym and we did dance and she was she, my sister's six years older than me. So she, uh, was cheering obviously uh, much longer than I was. So when I started, we were both in it. Uh, and I think I did it for two or three years. And finally, um, unfortunately my mom was like, we just don't have the money to do this anymore. If anyone watching this, any mom out there, any parents or anyone that just knows all-star cheering, it is a very, very, very expensive sport. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Like, so Poppy, please don't want to do all-star cheering. No. <laughs> it's very, very expensive. And I'm just, you know, grateful I was able to do it for a couple years. And it was obviously very sad. But then I realized, ooh, I love basketball. I love softball and volleyball. And, you know, I thrived on sports. Well, you're very athletic. Thank you. Like, a yeah. lot of people don't know that. Like they look at me and they're like, oh, you're just like the string bean, yeah. long, awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah? You agree? Um, no, I was just... I was- <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, no, so I, you know, elementary school, we went to um, middle school, everything was great, fine, normal. I grew up in daycare. I feel like I talk about that a lot because my mom had to go back to work when I was like three months old and I thrived in daycare. I loved it. It was called Almost Home, Miss Mary. She was the absolute best. She literally pulled every single one of my teeth, like, I know that's like a weird fact, but like I'd go there and have like kind of daycare. <laughs> I'd have a wiggly tooth, and instead of having my mom do it, Miss Mary would pull it out for me. I'm not sure that would be kosher in today's <laughs> world, but okay, Miss Mary. No, it was like, do you know like a head start? Do you know what those are? No. Um, it was kind of like a head start. Anyway, the, the daycare was this huge gymnasium. I went there from, my mom would drop me off at like 6.30 in the morning because she had to be at work. And then she'd pick me up at like 4 p.m. Wow. And I went there from three months old till sixth grade. So you're probably like, why'd you go to daycare in sixth grade? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was waiting. So it was the, the the bus. The bus would pick me up. So no bus would come to my house because I lived too close to the school which is kind of weird. That's weird. I feel like no matter what, it still has to. Yeah, no, no bus would come to my house. So, um, oh, and my mom and dad both left for work at 6 a.m. So who was going to get me ready and take care of me to go to school? Yeah. So um, my mom would drop me off for the school bus, would pick us up at daycare at like 7 a.m. So I'd have my breakfast there. Oh my God, they would have French toast or like my Cheerios was my favorite when they would have Cheerios <laughs> for breakfast. And then... Um, after school, it would take me back to daycare. My mom would pick me up after work. And I did that till sixth grade. And then, so how did you get into like the, what did you do in high school? Like sports, modeling? How'd you get into that world? Yeah, so crazy from story. Daycare. From daycare. <laughs> from going from daycare. No, I just, had to throw, daycare. I just had to throw that out there because I yeah, love daycare cool. so much. Yeah. And Shout out to daycare. Yeah, you know, it was, it was great. I met so many friends and, you know, it was... I was, it was a vibe at daycare, but yeah. So, you know, middle school, I played basketball and volleyball, um, volleyball. That was my first time ever playing volleyball. It was not the best. Yeah. Basketball was my sport. I did, um, travel team and all of that stuff. And it was kind of crazy because elementary school, I'm, I'm sure it's very similar to you. Like elementary, there was like four different elementary schools. And then we all went to one middle school. Was it? We had three middle schools. You guys have a we big a bigger school. District, they yeah. have a huge district. Mine's like, a, I graduated with like 120, I yeah, think. Yeah, we had like 700. I That's think, insane like that. to me. So that I is, think it was 700. That is so insane. But yeah, so everyone went to middle school and that was, that was the school where it was like, oh boys. Cause you had. Wait, what? <laughs> You had the boys from like that school that you didn't know go to like, we were all in the same school. Mysterious. So um, I feel like that was in experimenting with new friends because there was other girls that we were all coming together in one school. So that was, middle school was like a great, but like tough time. There was, you know, girl drama, boy drama, um, losing friends from elementary school because I met new girls and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, so that's where I played my sports. And then when we got to high school, we it was all the same team or all the same school, but now you're we went from freshman to senior year. Was that your high school? We were ninth and 10th grade and then 11th and 12th had different. That's so <coughs> crazy so to big. me. Yeah. That's so crazy. So I obviously... I don't, I don't know why I say obviously because no one, I don't know if you know, but I gravitated towards the older kids and the older people. Like I was a freshman, but friends with like the juniors and seniors. Um, I don't know why I just gravitated towards 
the older crowd. Um, So that was like the bummer of high school is like they graduate, like they graduated. So I guess it's kind of cool if you're only in school with the same people. Like you, did you interact with seniors when you were freshmen then? Um, Not really, but I was friends with a lot of people in the grade above me because I dated a girl in the grade above me and a lot of like my hockey teammates were in the grade above me. So you you basically knew that, yeah, the grade above me. Yeah, I felt like I was in the grade above me in, in a small way. So even when you had like your school dances, like you didn't go like with the seniors, like you didn't know, because if it was two separate schools, right? Is that yeah, what you're saying? I get, well, yeah. In 10th grade, I didn't really know anyone because they were all in a different school. Oh, so I see what you're saying. The, so when you were your 10th grade, you didn't. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. So anyway, mine's freshman year to senior year. Everyone is just, it's just this big mess of like, what, 15 16 year olds and then yeah. you have like 18 year olds That's, which was which was wild yeah. and our school was just like two big long hallways and we had trailers it was called portables yeah wow yeah very like i said small town we had the front portables and the back portables and then you walk outside to get to them yes in the winter yes so mm-hmm. that hmm, this will, will oh, lead to oh, this geez, story okay. <laughs> so it's actually the portables is how i got into modeling oh <laughs> Portable modeling. There was a portable accident and that's how I got into modeling. So yeah, the, it, we had one big hallway. Just the school was one big rectangle, if that's what you would say. Two floors, shape, yeah. two floors. And then, wow, oh God, there was one, like six portables in the back and like six in the front, if I'm correct. And all my classes were in the portables, basically. So fr- I was going the front and the back, the front and the back. And um, I don't think they have them anymore. I think it's a new school were now. Are there like windows in the portables? Yeah, I think. It was like a shipping container. It basically is a shipping. It it's it was yeah like a shipping container. But I'm pretty sure there was a window or two. I if think I remember. Uh, for fire code, there has to be a window. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, no, it was very like it's it's wild to think about it now. Mm-hmm. But once again, coming to where we live now, to a different area, I'm like, oh, this is what like a real school <laughs> looks yeah. like. Um, but so yeah, what's this portable accident? Yes, yes. So, that sounds intense. Um, I don't know if you guys know that I was born with a form. Spina bifida occulta on her L3. No, you, good try. Sorry. He really tries to good remember. Try. <laughs> but I was born with spina bifida occulta and tethered cord syndrome. And I was very, very lucky. I miracle that mine was the occulta, very mild, mild side. Surgery when you were three. Surgery when I was three um, to actually fix the tethered cord syndrome. So I'm... I try, I, I'm kind of knowledgeable on spina bifida, but I don't know everything. Um, I called mine my bubble, but mine was closed. So when it's open, that's the more severe spina bifida. And that's where you see um, some people that have spina bifida or, you know, within wheelchairs or the, the dis- more disability than I had because mine was closed in the occulta side. But my tether, my spinal cord was tethered. So it was ripping. This is how I was taught about it. Um, so I was three and had back surgery at Children's, the Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh. And it's crazy because I can remember it. Like I wow. remember certain things. I remember being in the wagon after surgery in the art room. And I remember them making me lay on my belly because I couldn't lay on my back. Is that kind of weird? Because at three years old. Well, that's like such an experience for yeah. you. So I think that's just going to be singed into your brain. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't remember that young. Like it's in photos or video. And there's no photos or videos of anything. Like I just I believe, yeah. remember those moments. And yeah, so 
I can like now having Poppy and a child, I can't imagine what my parents went through because that's such a crazy and a back surgery at three years old is yeah. wild. So um, everything was successful on its part. I went to a neurologist, I think the day after I was born, they, mo- I'm going to monitored, I <laughs> monitored, why monitored? I, monitored. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Monitored? Not monitored. <laughs> Not turd? Turd. <laughs> monitored. Wait, no, I can't. Now I think of just the word turd after. <laughs> they turded. Turded. <laughs> they watched me. Can I just say watch? I'm trying to use. They observed you. They observed me uh, every year. And when I turned three, that's when they were like, okay, I think she's good to have the surgery now. And um, after the surgery, I went to the neurologist every single year till I was 18 years old. And it's, you know, he did the things on my legs and checked, you know, my, you know, when they hit you in the knee. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Wait, let's uh, let's do that again. Let's see. Oh, (laughs) a little, is that ASMR? Stop. That was funny. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys are watching this because if not, you're probably like, what the heck just happened? (laughs) We should make that the thumbnail of this episode. Um, So yeah, he and uh, the neurologist, I'm blanking on his name, but he was so funny because after- Dr. Kelmore. No. (laughs) After every appointment, he'd- talking his little talkie and be like i'd be here would it like type it out or something it was his notes yeah and then he'd type it out yes but like i'm never it was like um going to an auction you someone that yeah but like talk so fast in an auction but he'd be like and i just thought it was so funny and my mom would always kick me because i'd laugh every time you do it so just a little fun little fun fact i'd love to like hear those notes if we can get a hold of them i know that's wild um so how did this affect this portable accident which yes, i need yes, to so know like we, what is what is going on here with this portable we are getting there so yeah so obviously my back has some issues i um experienced some weakness in my left leg i would trip a lot if you notice um when i was very active and very in my athletic stage my left leg had no muscle like my calf you and you always talk about my calf muscles <laughs> yeah like one of the first things i noticed on you is calves just athletic calves but if if you really look the left was so much smaller than my right I didn't and notice. that was just like the only thing that came of it everything else was pretty good mild pain here and there um my scar and i had um a birthmark on my back that it's called a lipoma and um it slowly faded it was like um my mom always said an angel kissed me when i was born it was like it was this big big uh, birthmark on my back very purple and over time it faded and now it's just like puffy i call it my my puffy mark um but anyway yeah that was it and then once again they were like she might be able to play sports she might be okay like we don't know and i was cheering i was dancing i was i was not the best cheerleader but i could tumble which is crazy for my back history yeah. doing all these backflips and stuff and then Can um you, do you want to show us real quick oh god you, i don't think no? i still I, oh. I would crack in half i okay. think <laughs> but uh when you're pregnant we don't want you yeah to do we don't any. we don't want to do that and then yeah basketball softball volleyball and got to high school i finished the whole volleyball season was great season we went into basketball and i'll i was we were practicing and i remember going up for a layup and i got tripped or something happened i don't really remember and then i came down immediately pop in my back immediately pop in my back and I was like what the heck happened and then I couldn't move couldn't walk and then the next day I was out in the portables walking around because getting to my class this is the next day after you fell yes like during basketball I was like oh something feels weird and then after 
the next day was walking around the school, going to my class and our school. I don't know. I can't. This is ale- allegedly. Oh, okay. Allegedly. I can't <laughs> oh, say for a spicy. fact. Had the money to have like ice the steps or someone just missed the day to ice the step. Uh. It was winter time, basketball season. Um, and, you know, when the bell rings, everyone is rushing out of the, the portables. There's like 20, 30 people trying to walk down like three little steps, yep. narrow steps. And I ate it and fell down the steps hit my back. Did anyone see? Oh yeah. But that wasn't, it was like the matter that like I couldn't get up. Like I couldn't move. Did you sue? I, sh- you know what? I should have done a report, but I didn't. No, no, but it, it You're is. humble. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a humble queen, but no, I, I don't. And once again, it, who knows if what happened after was from the basketball incident or the stairs incident. Um, but yeah, I hope they have, if they still have those portables, I hope they ice them or salt them salt them. maybe we go back to the scene of the crime and we take a closer look at this <laughs> some should. years later and we figure should. this out because um, someone's responsible they are they are but uh yeah so after that i was in so much back pain obviously went to the doctor and they're like yep you fractured your left and right l4 vertebrae so you you got the l4 right but just, i knew it was an l something yeah the left and right l4 vertebrae and they were like this is honestly a common fracture in youth um athletics. athletics yeah like it's it is a common fracture and they were like one doctor i went to was like we're gonna do this new surgery i just found out there's this bars and pins and we're gonna open you up and i was like mm. my mom was like mm, yeah, let's not. get another opinion she's so young um so then i did therapy and still was like in excruciating pain i couldn't i had like basketball stopped i had to stop um and then I went to another doctor that was like, you know what? We're going to brace you for a while. And I'm like, oh, like a little back brace. No, I was in a full body brace. No, you weren't. That had boobs. Like this, the no. brace had boobs. I thought I showed like a, you at the a house. body cast. At my mom's house, no? <laughs> I saw the picture. Yeah. Um, like a full body cast. It was from the top of my chest. They molded me like to get this. Oh it was like a... How long did you have to wear it? I can't remember, but I... it. Let me... It was to my chest, to my my back, plastic that it connected in the middle and it had boobs, but the boobs were lower than my actual body because the way it sat. So like, it looked so funny. And then it had this metal bar that went around. And then I had a cast around my leg, but it only let me move to a certain degree, my hip, because of the way. So I couldn't sit in a chair. I couldn't sit in a desk. Did you just and, stand in the classroom? Yes. And when I tell you, I squeaked down the hallway because this thing was so squeaky. Did and they call it needed, you squeaks? It needed what? It, what's the W40 stuff? WD40. Yeah, it, it needed that. Like, uh. And it would break all the time. And, and I, had to, I had to wear it outside of my clothes. On the outside. Of, and I was a freshman in high school. Please tell me you didn't get made fun of, please. I don't know. I think if I did, I blocked it out because I really <sighs> just don't remember. I'm sure people did. I think I made fun of myself because you guys know that's my thing. That's what I do yeah. on TikTok. Well, like, you kind of have to. I kind of just like beat, instead of letting people make fun of me, I yeah. just do it myself. Um, and I'll never forget my mom because I could not wear jeans. So my mom got me these leggings that looked like jeans. Jegging. Jeggings. But like when I say like they were printed like jeans uh, and I wore them and it was so embarrassing now looking back because it's like why why didn't I just wear black leggings why did I wear jeggings like legit thing. jeggings 
um, on the outside of my clothes. So yeah, I had to wear that for a while. So then were sports done at that point? Sports were done. And I was like, what the heck am I going to do with my life? And that is how modeling came in to play. So, um, there was, I was dating this kid from another school, another local school. And, um, his mom would always tell me about this girl who was a model. She was gorgeous, super tall. And she was with a local modeling agency in Pittsburgh. And she was like, Abby, you have to do it. Like I will get the contact from her, blah, 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 blah. Um, and me and this boy split cause we were young, stupid, Good. And <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and then, the back incident happened and my mom was like, I was like, mom, like, what am I going to do? Like, I always wanted to be a model. There's actually a photo that I took. Um, I wrote a note in like fifth grade and it was like, what do you want to be when you gr- grow up? And I said, I want to be on America's Next Top Model and mm. model. So like, it was always a dream of mine. Great foresight. Yeah. Crazy. Jeez. Always a dream of mine. But like, I was like, oh, like, how do you, how do you do that? Like anyone watching this, I feel like a lot of my number one question is like, how mm. did you hear that? <laughs> Sorry. I had to. My God, was that oh, like, that was wait, did you just make fun of me? What if that was like a little. Uh, no, no, I was laughing with you. Okay. Mm. Wait. <laughs> wait, why did that happen? No, it was wild. Mm. Like I got stuck. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Don't make fun of my speech impediment. Sorry. I was, yeah, that was me. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. Like I could never do that again. But where, where was my story? Now I forgot. Where was I? No, all I heard was. Mm. <laughs> Where was I? Seriously? You were getting into modeling. You reached out to the local agency. Oh, yes, yes. Reached out to the local. Oh, I was saying a lot of people that follow me always ask me, like, how do you get into modeling? Yeah. And I was clueless. Clue- I'm having a stroke. I messed you up. Sorry. <laughs> I was clueless. So, yes, I reached out to the local agency. If, if anyone's watching this, just type in modeling agencies in the biggest city near you so pittsburgh was our city there's obviously no modeling agencies in steubenville ohio no, i was just uh, gonna ask that. <laughs> no there's none so pittsburgh is what about an hour 50 yeah 50 minutes to an hour from us so i just submitted online they had an online process a lot of agencies nowadays have this online process um so i submitted online submitted photos and let me just tell you i was going to the tanning bed three times a day like (laughs) no joke orange and no it was just like leather like it was just leather. leather and then my eyebrows were literally pencil thin so yeah it was not attractive so i got to they were like, yeah, we want to see you in person. Come to the open call. So I went to the open call and they were like, yes, we want to sign you. They somehow saw potential, but they were like, don't ever go to another tanning bed again and stop touching your eyebrows. I was like, okay. So that was another, another thing in high school because I had to stop tanning. And in my high school, I don't know. Was it like a thing for you guys? Like the tanner you were the cooler you were, the more popular you were. I, like, I guess because I stole my mom's tanning lotion <laughs> one time and I didn't know you're supposed to like wash it off your hands <laughs> and my hands were all like orange on the tops and some girl was like, are you using tanning lotion? And I was like, no, <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, yeah so it must did. have been like the cool thing to do. It, it must, like, I just, well, I think that was like in my mindset that um, t- being tan was like cool like I don't know if that was true in my school so if you went to my school I don't know if that was true but in my mind all the cool girls and all the like the senior girls were so stinking tan I was like I wanted to be like them so I stopped tanning thank goodness because my skin needed it and then I was 
a sophomore freshman in freshman or sophomore in high school with eyebrow hairs over here and then didn't start to hear because like have you guys ever tried to grow eyebrows that were like pencil thin no it was well, i know you have it but like it was really hard but i made it and you through. Have beautiful eyebrows thank if we you can get a close-up on those thank you absolutely oh, these, gorgeous these, these big babies yeah. so i don't touch them and that i stopped touching them that moment i've never tweezed them like some obviously like in the middle of my unibrow are like not really there poppy's gonna have yours too i've noticed like, that you have like they're great but it's like on your brow bone like they they make your face great they fit you right so yeah that's how i got into modeling and um I and was, then how did that, sorry, but like how did that yeah. then turn into like your, this is pretty much all you did. Um, and that's kind of how I met you. Yes. So once again, got into modeling. I, I can't remember guys. Might've been like so, going to my sophomore year. So I was like, like 15. Four, I was okay. 15. I think when I really started. And then my agency was like, here's a couple photographers. Go start your book, um, your portfolio. Um, and this is how we submit you to brand. So I met this local photographer. We did some shoots. And um, I basically sat and did nothing for like a year. Once again, I was 15. Like, what was I really going to do? S Pittsburgh is a small market. So I, I kept saying that I'm a model. But like, I didn't really book a job for like a year. So I feel like a lot of people that get signed, they message me like, I've been with the agency for a year, like a, a week or a month and they I haven't expect worked. To have all these. Yes. And I'm like, guys, I promise you it does take time. Obviously, like if you're in a bigger market, you might book faster. But um, yeah, I sat for a year and my first like real job was with the wig company, which uh, if you guys actually <laughs> follow me and know, I was so proud of I those photos. I think you photos. made a TikTok about... Oh my God, uh, I make TikToks yeah. about them all the time. I was so proud. I took the um oh my god why am i they're like old lady wigs no they are like they <laughs> are the catalogs i took the catalogs to school and showed people at school oh my gosh. and i worked at bob evans in high school and i remember wait, wait you what yeah, yeah i forgot to throw that in there <laughs> yeah tell where did you work in high school yeah i worked at bob evans okay, um, which is like a chain i think they're all over yeah i think so it's, uh, it's like, like a, a breakfast like a breakfast Denny's. spot so yeah like i eat in park yeah, exactly. So I Pittsburgh. was a waitress there. So I started as a hostess, turned into waitress, and I had my like my guys. I would always I would work uh, carry out sometimes, and the guys that would sit on my counter, and I'd bring them the catalogs. And like, guys, look, I'm a model. Like, it's so cool. And like, how did anyone like look at me and be like, wow, those are great? They, well, it's crazy. It somehow worked. Crazy, but yeah, no, I guess I forgot to talk about Bob Evans. Well, yeah, no, but no, here no. we are. It was it was a great job. And um, so, yeah, I was in high school. I had to modeling. I was like, oh, I'm going to not have to work. And it wasn't making any money in high school. Like I was young and whatever. So I was working in Bob Evans. And, you know, my parents were like, the second I turn 15, is that when you can get a job? I think so. Thank you. Uh, you have to work like you have to pay for your own things. I didn't get a car in high school. We didn't have the money to have a car. Um, and I took my mom to work at like four or 5 a.m. just so I could use her car to get to school and then I would pick her up from work. Like mm. there was ways around it and it worked. And um, yeah, so I, I was modeling wig company. I think I made like 500 bucks, which is great. Oh my gosh. And then um, I worked with Rue 21, which is local to Pittsburgh, American Eagle, Aerie. Once again, very, very slow, not much going on. So here we are. I'm a senior in high school. What the heck am I going to do with my life? They tell you, you need to go to college. Well, what am I supposed to do when I don't know what I want to do? Mm. I wanted to be a mortician. I wanted to be, a, yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. I wanted to be a mortician. And then wow. I, I looked into it and they're like, well, with your back, like you 
probably sh- shouldn't hunched over well <laughs> a dead body well no it's like lift lifting oh you have to lift the bot the could i or, as yeah i i don't know the correct terms but yeah, yeah that was the thing i was like ah oh, darn um but also that's a lot of school then i was like i want to be a medical examiner and i was like wait yes. <laughs> i this just took a weird turn <laughs> i'm i yeah and then I was like, oh, maybe I want to be a teacher. And then I was like, oh, special education. I wanted to be a special education teacher. I always, you know, that's just something I always wanted to do. I gravitated um, towards them in school. So um, I was like, yep, this is it. And then my parents were like, well, Abby, we can't send you to college because we don't have money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll never forget my poor mom. I'm so sorry because I know you're listening to this. I wanted to go to Kent State University so bad because that's where all my friends were going. And I wanted to go. We toured it. And then they, she was just like, Abby, we we can't. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's nothing I can do for you. And I remember saying some really mean things to her, um, which is terrible. And I'm so sorry. But What did you say? Do you want to tell us? No, no, okay. I don't want to say. But I just remember crying and saying some terrible things um because my sister went to college um but once again that six-year age gap a lot of things happened in between so i actually got a full scholarship to our local um community college yes Yes. Yes. so i got to go to community college for free and uh i dropped out a week later (laughs) so uh that was scary but the reason why I dropped out, I got a DM from an agent in New York, a modeling agent that was like, we want to sign you with women's agency uh, in New York. Like and a big agency, big, right? Huge, yeah. huge. And I was like, mom, this is my chance. This is your opportunity. This is my opportunity and I'm going to take it. Spread those wings, get out of this little town and so, make something of myself. Literally. So I was 17 years old, went to New York, got signed. And I mean, in high school, everyone told me to eat. You know, it was one of those things. Like I was just naturally thin i had a high metabolism high metabolism naturally tall and thin um so i was eating peanut butter sandwiches like every night to like gain weight um for sports and 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 try to get stronger and better and um i get to new york and they're like "Mm, babe your thighs are too big oh no yeah 17 i was like oh crap and the agency i signed with the the department was like supposed to be for non-high fashion girl girls oh my gosh i'm talking too fast non-high fashion girls girls well that's what i do on tiktok non-high fashion girlies it was like the commercial girls that are supposed to be like e-com e-com see you know what you're talking about um they're not so like super tall and super thin just like your normal girlies Mm -hmm. and i was like okay like they're like your your thighs are just too muscular i'm like i'm a size zero but okay let me let me let me try they're like stop walking like don't work out like jeez and i was like okay and then during this time frame is when all my friends went off to college and if we're being honest i i anyone young listening i don't support this but small town what is there to do in high school in a small town, you drink. Yeah. You start drinking very young. Start drinking very young. So I started drinking very, very young, partying very young. But it wasn't like crazy partying. It was like, oh, a house party. Like we all just sat in a room and at someone's house and drank. Anyway, um, but all my friends were going to Ohio State. They were going to Kent State. They were doing all these things and partying and living this life that I also wanted to live, but also had the dream of being this model. So I was trying to balance back and forth. I was taking the mega bus to New York while also going to Ohio State on the weekends. And when I tell you, when you drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then you eat a pizza at 2 a.m. and Uh. then you go out and get breakfast because you're hungover and then you start drinking in, 
you get a little you gain a little weight, you mm. get a little puffy. You 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 know, things happen and that is what happened to me. So I started gaining weight and my agency was like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on here? Um, and unfortunately they dropped me because I didn't live up to my contract. Once again, when I say gained weight, I was normal and I was healthy. I didn't gain the weight healthy. Like I gained it by drinking and doing bad things, but I was normal for my height and my age, my weight. Um, and they were just like, yeah, no, you're, you're too fat. You know, and I I tried. I was like, I'm done. I promise I'm going to eat healthy. I remember like, you know, starving myself and eating one rice cake a day and and it just didn't work out. So they dropped me. And then I was like, now what the heck do I do with my life? Because modeling was done in New York. So I came back to Pittsburgh. I was still with my agency here, but wasn't it wasn't doing much. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to Ohio State. I'm, that's what everyone was doing. So I was going to follow. And uh, yeah, so I enrolled at Ohio State. I was going for special education. And then, and then my mom was like, Abby, do you remember Josh Herbert? I was like, yes, mom. I'm like friends with him on social media still. And, and she knew that I was in a bad spot with my, my friend group. It wasn't my friends. It was me. Like I became reliant is that Mm -hmm. the right word on alcohol and i you were addicted oh i was addicted to it i was obsessed with it that's all i knew i was very very sad very very sad i went through a breakup in high school i thought you know you same thing as you will hear your story but like i was like i'm going to marry this guy he was my one and only like my true love and we broke up because it's high school and I, we, we did mind games with each other. Like, you know, the whole high school thing, we blocked each other one week and then we were texting the next week and I want to be with you. Then I don't want to be with Mm -hmm. you. And similar to like what we do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So with all of those emotions being 17, just getting dropped from my agency, wanting this guy to love me, just wanting anyone to love me, to be honest, because I was the girly that always had a boyfriend. Mm always did. So I went two, three years without a boyfriend, but I was still talking to him and I wanted, I just wanted someone to love me. That sounds so sad to say. I just wanted someone to like me. So I, the only person that loved me was alcohol at the time. You're going to say me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you, I hope you liked me. You did. Me and alcohol. Um, But alcohol really, really did it. And, and I apologized to any of my hometown friends, if you're watching this, the way I acted, alcohol was not my friend. Uh. It was not on my side. I turned into an evil person. Which is why you kind of stopped because when we met, you were still kind of drinking. Well, yeah, that's, that's, it ruined everything. It ruined my friendships. It ruined so many great things in my career, my, yeah. my school. Like I wasn't, I was going to school to drink. I was going you to just Ohio brought State out like this, pl- just awful, awful person. Side, yeah. I was, Oh, there was, I'd black out. That's all I knew was yeah. to black out. I didn't know how to casually drink, but once again, I was only gosh, 18, 19. Um, so I had one really, 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 really bad night in Ohio state with my friends. And I came home and was like, this cannot happen. I embarrassed myself. I did some crazy things that were just uncalled for. And it all, I was like, what, how did that happen? And all stemmed from alcohol. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I, you know, my mom obviously knew things were going on. I was coming home. My friends were dropping me off, blacked out. And once again, that's why she was like, hey, like, do you not remember like Josh? Like she just wanted, and she knew that I just wanted a different person in my life and knew, you know, she knew the things that I needed. And she, and I was like, you know, mom, I do. Like I, I follow him on social media. Like he's asked me, we've, we talked a couple of times to meet up and we said this and how we met and mm -hmm. I kept blowing you off and she was like, Abby, just like, give him a chance. Like yeah. if he seems like a really good guy, <laughs> he's a stand-up guy. So finally it was November something. Cause I remember the, the event happened on Halloween and that next weekend I hung out with you. Cause I was like, I need to make a change. I need to do something better for myself. And that was meeting new people and that was meeting you. So we, we hung out and like we said before, it was what two weeks later we were dating. Yeah. Then two weeks later, we were moved in. Like things happened so quickly, but we forgot to leave out. I was still drinking when yeah. we met. Um, it was what our second date. Yeah. Um, we went out to dinner and we came back and I was I got I had alcohol and I was drinking and Josh was like, oh maybe you know he understood that I you know was in that party stage and you obviously weren't. You're not a big drinker. No, I mean I like beer, but like yeah, I but have, like, I was crushed. I beers. I crushed a twelve pack of red apple ale. Yeah. To myself, like what are those like eight percent? They're high. And I blacked out on our second date yeah. and I was like, I ruined it. It's done. I think I Well, you I'm ended sure. up throwing up. I threw um, up. I, I literally was holding her hair while she was throwing up and I was like, oh my God, she's going to think like I, <laughs> like I got her drunk no, or something. No, like, that wasn't. I was so scared. I was like, oh my God. Like, and uh, I put you on the couch, put a blanket on you. Yeah. And, you like, and I remember waking up being like, this is done. He's yeah. never going to talk to me again. That was so embarrassing. Like, you this girl like embarrassing and thank god you still saw that little thing in me and see i never saw it that way i saw it like i wanted to be there for you no i know and, and, you, and like you were. help you um yeah. and you were and you would think that would have stopped and it didn't um i would i'd slowly be like oh i'm not gonna drink and then it'd be another weekend that i blacked out and then we went out in south side and my fake id got taken and yeah. josh we all know he's, he's with his panic uh, you were like I you, think I peace. you <laughs> peace me the cop is like i'm standing there with the cop freaking. and he was like you have one option is this your id is this really you and i was like nope it's not it's my friends my, i said i just wanted to get into the bar with my older friends like i'm so sorry uh, and he was like go thank goodness because yeah. that could have been bad and josh like left me he's panic texting me <laughs> in um so like that's just where i was yeah. but josh knew he saw the potential he always was like we're gonna grow your socials i want you to be a model like i want you to succeed because he saw it um and then there was just one another one bad night we were like a couple months into dating yeah maybe two months because I, I was still enrolled in ohio state so that was the thing i was still enrolled in ohio state and then we had one night where I got so bad, you sat me down and you were like... Well, we went out like with a bunch of friends. Like mm -hmm. Most of them were my friends. We went to like a house party thing. And I, I forget what happened. And we were going to go somewhere and you just like freaked out oh, on like, was... me and other people. And I literally got in the car and I was about to just drive home and leave Abby there. Like obviously there's other people there with her, her friends and stuff. Yeah. But I was literally like, well, this is it. Like, And I don't know how like I stopped. I turned the car back off and like I got out collected myself and like went on with the night but i i remember the next day like being like hey like this this can't no yeah we had the conversation you're like this is not gonna work you're like i love you so much but if you continue to drink and and do this 
we're not going to work. Like, it was like, it was crazy. We like broke up for like a couple of minutes in oh, front yeah. of like a whole party. Ho- whole party because of me and alcohol and, yeah. and screaming, cry, like screaming and crying wild. in front of strangers I didn't know all from alcohol. And I knew they were all my friends and I was just like, yeah. So it was it was a bad bad situation. So it wasn't like we got together and I was like, "Ooh, I'm I'm done with alcohol." Like it was it was rough in the beginning and you sat me down and we're like, "This doesn't stop." Like you didn't force me. You're like, "You can continue this if that's yeah. what you want to do." But I cannot be in your life yeah. and support this and and do this for you. So literally the next day, cold turkey, yeah. cut all alcohol. I stopped. But you would like occasionally you'd have like a drink like once a year like at an occasion, which oh, was but okay. That, but that took like two years to get to that yeah, point. Yeah, you stopped there, for like a while and then then you build up. There was there was a point where, it's so once again, so crazy to say, I was 19 and 20. I didn't have a sip of alcohol. And obviously, you're not supposed to have a sip of alcohol. Um, we went to Las Vegas for my yeah. 20th, 19th and 20th birthday. Yeah. 20th. 20. Not, we went there twice yeah, yeah. for my 19th and 20th and I was completely sober. I was honestly afraid of alcohol. Yeah. And that's where when I finally turned 21, you were trying to teach me not to be afraid of it, to be able to have one drink and to socialize. And then I just, I'd have one drink and I was like, eh, it's still not mm-hmm. doing anything for me. What is the purpose of this? So now I'm completely sober, if you want to say. Yeah. I don't drink. There's like, I have not even a, Obviously, I'm pregnant right now, so I'm not. But even before pregnancy, there's there's no desire for me to drink. It, I know what it does to me, and it does nothing good. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, instead of drinking those calories, let me order the biggest dessert on the menu. I'd rather yeah. eat it. You're a dessert queen. <laughs> I am a dessert queen, and I just it's just not good for me. I I love to say that I don't drink. Yeah. For me, that's I'm proud of myself from the point that where I was. Yeah. And once again, if anyone that truly knew me during that time i hope they're proud as well because it was i'm very proud of you thank you it was a very inspiring too because like i do like my alcohol um we can get into my episode next episode (laughs) but you know i I like my beer and stuff i don't really drink hard liquor or anything i really enjoy a glass of wine at night yes but with you living the sober life has inspired me to drink a lot and i feel like i have Yes. Cut back yes, you have. I, I really try to get him to stop completely. I don't want him to drink at all, but I don't I'm know not. If I can stop completely. <laughs> I know you can't. And I'm not going to force that on you because you can control yourself. Yeah. You can have a glass of wine and be fine. I can't. So I, and I hope that it inspires other because a lot others, because a lot of people are like, how do you go out and. How do you go out you to like social? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how do you not have fun? I naturally can have fun. We went to that wedding, um, your friend's wedding, and yeah. I was on the dance floor all night yeah. long. I don't need a drink to dance. No. I love to dance. And before I didn't know how to do that. So I think if you just know that you're in a better mindset, you're going to wake up better. You're going to yeah. feel better. You know, you're not going to do anything to embarrass yourself. It's just such a great feeling. And you're living more like yourself. Like I feel oh, like I sometimes my you true drink, self. like I, I'm pretty quiet and stuff, but when yeah. I drink, like I'm going to have conversations with everyone, but like, is that my true self? Like I would probably just be more like, well, honestly, reserved. I, I could just, dis- I not disagree. I could say like when I was drinking, when I was really, really sad, that was my true self coming yeah. out the alcohol, yeah. which it should like, a it, deep, w- it a was deep, a deep, like, it was finding something. I think that it was, was projected self, like who yes. you thought you were because other people. Well, it, it was those way. emotions. Like, no, like obviously I was sad every day during those times, but like, I could control it. Yeah. The second alcohol hit me, I was, I just cried. I cried, I screamed, I embarrassed myself. And that's what I wanted to do when I was sober. But mm-hmm. like, I didn't know how to 
control those feelings and get through those feelings sober. I was doing it. It was like, oh, alcohol is going to numb the pain. I'm going to black out. Then someone is going to tell me the next day what I did. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to be embarrassed, get through my week. And then comes Friday, I'm going to do the same thing. And that happened week after week after week. Endless cycle. It was, it was crazy. So yeah, I I got sober. I literally, it's wild. Um, It's crazy how I I don't want to talk about weight and body image because I, I was at a healthy weight, but the way I gained it was terrible by alcohol and food. But once I stopped drinking my, like it all just like fell off. I became this healthy person. I was working out. I was like interested in, in clean eating, growing up in a small town, not having money Access to, <laughs> and, yeah, and well, healthy. like my family not having money. So we went to McDonald's, Burger King and Wendy's for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Like oh. that's what I grew up on. So like learning about healthy things and healthy foods and, and all that really just naturally happened. And I became a positive person. My mindset was better. So that's when modeling just fell into my lap, honestly. It started to take off. It did. That's where I got signed with Next. I got signed with Wilhelmina. I was traveling all over. I was getting, Aerie was using me. American Eagle was using me. I was just an overall better person. Um, And that's just how that took off. And I didn't look back. Like I was like, this is what I'm doing. And you helped me get to that place and, and get there. And you supported my entire career because not a lot of people can let their partner, not let, be confident in their partner going to Iceland, being on set with another male model, pretending to be in love and on like their honeymoon. Which is weird for me because I am like kind of a jealous, pretty jealous person. But (laughs) I think with us, it was like our love was just so strong. Like I'd never even thought twice. Same, same. And when you find that person, like you just know. Yeah. But it's weird now because you're like a mom to our child. Like now I'm more crazy about like even if you have to go like a couple hours away I'm like wait where are you going like (laughs) how long are you gone like yeah it's a lot different you not let I hate that I'm saying let you I don't want to say let me I I don't know how to use the term but I went to Peru by myself I let her go I let her her out of the house but like it you supported me you supported my career you supported me I went every time I did a job with Francesca's like I had a a, a boyfriend and holding hands who and I'm like friends with now. He's yeah. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. And it, oh yeah. Chad shout, Chad, out Chad, shout out Chad. Um, his wife and they're, they're expecting they're as awesome. well. They're great. But like, it was crazy. Yeah. He was always my partner in a lot of shoots and, and you truly supported that. And I feel like that's what you need in those type of careers and yeah. in this weird path. So yeah, everything took off and then we're kind of now where we left off with how we met then yeah. got then, into social media and like yeah. you were saying you always saw yourself like you were you were on vine the yeah. app and you always wanted to do something with that and then this app tiktok came out which i had heard of i was actually working in the restaurant world and this one chef was like are you on this app tiktok and i was just like i've heard of it never again <laughs> and then all of a sudden after i lost that job like a couple months later and uh all of a sudden abby's like shooting tiktoks and i'm like oh my gosh like this app and yeah i you kind of just blew up in that world it is it's crazy and i'm i i know this was like a long-winded story but i felt like i think it's very interesting i i well i feel like a lot of people they saw me on tiktok and they saw model they saw like i was i would do i was doing stuff with like um sherry hill and the dresses and people are like oh she must have money she's rich and i'm like i'm the furthest thing from that like I, i i grew up like i said i'm so grateful for my parents but I had to work the second I could work. I paid 
for everything I, for, for Christmas, like getting Abercrombie, like one Hollister outfit or one Abercrombie outfit, like was, was was the thing. And then, um, we also went through a, personally, I went through a rough thing with Josh, um, who grew up differently than I did. And from a different town in a different air, like area, I was embarrassed to bring him home. And that was like a big you thing didn't, for like the first for a year, for a year, for the first year. She, I met your parents. We went out to eat, but yes, like, I would never I, let I never them went to her house. No, I would never let him come to my house. He always, they always would come up here because I was so embarrassed that Josh grew up in this. And once again, it's his parents' house, but grew up in this beautiful home. Well, and to, to back that up, my father's a home builder. So well, no, that's, no, 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 but I'm saying our lifestyles. Like, yeah. you grew up in this beautiful home. I'm, I'm, the I'm different style than <laughs> Victorian Beautiful house. home, but then here I am. And this was just my way of thinking of this two-bedroom little house. And how could he ever come into that and see that. And I was like, oh, he'd break up with me, which is yeah. so sad to think. Well, when I first walked into your house, I was like, we're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people just assume things about me. And that's obviously on the internet. Well, you, they only see this yes. facade that is the screen that they're looking at and people project how they see you, yeah, right, in their eyes, and then they stick with that storyline until maybe they open up to a podcast like this and they really get to know us. Yeah, so that that's why I wanted to do this episode once again on TikTok. I I do have this uh, this energy of being like the sassy humor and mm. and maybe not being as honest and real like in every video just because TikToks is those silly trends and all that stuff but like with this podcast yeah so silly yeah the app is so silly um but with this I wanted just to show like how I like who I really am how I grew up like the fact that I was at a Michael Kors fashion show is insane because where I'm from Michael Kors is like you you're rich rich Mm -hmm. if you had a Michael Kors wallet I I never I think I had a Michael Kors I oh (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I, to wrap this up, do you not remember the first gift you got me? This is crazy. Okay. Oh this my is, gosh. That is, I didn't even think of that until I, you just brought it and up. You ha- well, there's a photo of it. We'll have to I the got photo. her for, what was it for? Your, your birthday? No, it was for Christmas because for we Christmas. started dating in November. and at Christmas. Which is weird. Why did I pick Michael Kors? But I yeah. got her a blue Michael Kors. Satchel. Satchel? It was a purse. It was like a, a purse. And then I think I got you a pair of Michael Kors sneakers. She, yeah, gray sneakers. That's weird. I didn't even think of that. And I remember thinking, he is rich i was like yeah. he has so much money if he <laughs> and he put it on his credit card <laughs> american express called me the next day they're like sir <laughs> yeah but i just it's such a full circle moment because i was like wow he's got money yeah. if he's got michael kors and he, it's it, it's a cool moment yeah. and our life has forever changed because of tiktok my and, money and <laughs> because of tiktok and you guys in the platform that you have given us so i'm just forever grateful that i'm able to share my life and my story and my family as we navigate this life of social media and content creation Mm -hmm. and i'm grateful that we're two years in and we're still doing it and we're still doing it we're hoping to grow uh that's why we've now got this podcast and the reason behind this podcast too is like we wanted to show you guys behind the screens um and show you more of our life and i I think you know it can relate to a lot of different people abby and i have two completely different stories yeah Um, lifestyles stories lifestyles and everything like that now we've meshed together to create this new life uh with each other and share with all of you guys and we're just so fortunate yeah 
And I didn't even mention I'm, I'm pregnant again. I know yeah. you did. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Abby's pregnant again, guys. Let's- yay, 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 yay. Um, which awesome. that will be a whole episode. We were going to do that this time, but I was like, you know what? Let's, I want to tell my story yeah. and I want you to share yours as well next week. Yeah. So once again, I know it was long and I hope you guys, like I didn't ramble too much and I could keep going, but yeah. I think that was the nice, long, short version yeah, of I my so. life of growing up small town, struggles with body image, struggles with addiction and alcohol, but then turning it into something good. I, I made those choices to get out of my comfort zone, go on a date with Josh and he changed my life completely. And yep. for the, like, I, I don't even, I can't even say into words yep. how you just changed my life. And if you're listening, you know, if you're struggling with that alcohol or wondering how you can stop, I promise you, it's so cool to say that you don't drink or yeah. you don't need those things to feel better and get better. Um, and doing yeah. the uncomfortable things are where we grow. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, this has been a great podcast. I really enjoyed getting to learn a little bit more about <laughs> your uh, past, Abby. I knew a Thank lot, you. but some things I was like, you know, the whole portables thing, I didn't even, <laughs> no, I never I didn't that even that know story. about. We're going to look into that. We might be doing uh, <laughs> no. a lawsuit here. Uh, we're going to contact our lawyer soon. But um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you haven't yet, please head over to the Apple Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. If you think it's deserving. If you think it's, yeah, I was going to say, um, we can't force it. We're not going to, you know, uh, make you, <laughs> but if that, you but if if you feel like it was yeah. great, any star, any yeah, star, any review. star review, five uh, five star <laughs> review uh, or nothing, um, and then leave us a review. Uh, let us know what else you want to hear about. Let us know how you like this podcast. What guests um, you want on? Because we are getting that in we're line. We're gonna have guests on. They're gonna sit on my lap. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, be sure to tune in next Wednesday for a crazy, crazy episode of josh's story josh's life story thank you guys thank you guys and once again we love you we didn't we didn't practice so So what do we have a great day be prosperous and we'll see you next time see you next wednesday